What's up, everybody? We wanted to just say again, happy holidays to everybody and happy new year. We are taking the break off from this week, but we are just going to be giving you guys a best of episode from the year. So uh, from us to you, thank you for another great year. Do you have anything else to say, buddy? Dude, let's keep fishing, man. I am looking forward to fishing for more and more uh, better experiences with this podcast i thank all of you so so much happy holidays happy new year uh, we can't wait to see you for season three coming up uh from the one set bros uh all the love to you yes we'll be back with season three next week so have a good week and enjoy the episode we'll see you next week buddy what's up everybody my name is anthony irvin you beat yourself yeah yeah see me myself yeah okay okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jim Green. Don't even leave that hit of traffic light. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome to One Set. Dude, make it a, they got a touchdown. Let, it's entertainment. Let them entertain yeah. for five seconds for the camera. I mean, they're not doing anything unless they're doing like some type of like wrongful gesture or something, throwing up gang signs or something like that. You know, then gang, 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 gang. I don't know any gang signs. So I'm just like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just say gang gang and just leave it right there. <laughs> yeah, just leave, leave, it, leave it for your imagination, people. <laughs> Sasha Banks, free agent. She's obviously doing the Japan gig. Um, Mercedes I, Monet. Yeah, whatever her name is. I, like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of tough. Like, I think that Bailey is the weakest of the four horsewomen um, in the I ring. Agree. In the ring. Charlotte's good, but, you know, I feel that she's more like, okay, what are my lines so I can read them back? Where you believe what Becky's saying. You believe what Sasha's saying. Becky picked the perfect time to get pregnant so that she could get away from that. (laughs) Right? Yeah. She's Um, like, Seth, put a baby in me. (laughs) And she's like, I'm cashing in my money in the bank. cashing my money in the bank. Be colorblind or lose all sense of taste and smell. Oof. I don't love food like that. And me being like a visual creator, losing the my taste, I would absolutely give up on for sure. See, I would in my mind, music you can kind of get visual with, but I feel Taste and smell for me, I, I I wouldn't want to lose those. I I would rather go the colorblind because you can still do music and be colorblind in a way. In a way, I mean, hey, you're. I mean, you can still do music when you're blind. Look at you know Stevie Wonder and everybody. Uh, but you know, I I feel I'll be colorblind rather than losing my. I'm uh, I'm going out there thinking like, oh, I'll have some like extra spending money like because I'm I'm working two shows. And we find out, like, it was after the first day where I was already like, all right, I'm treating myself to breakfast and lunch and dinner, <laughs> like, like kind of fancy yeah. and bougie. <laughs> and, and, and then the next day, they're like, yeah, I don't think we're performing tomorrow. We're just performing the fourth day, not the third and the fourth. So the second day, I was like, well, looks like it's fast food gotcha. in Whoopsie. Vegas. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, look, looks like it's ramen and water tonight. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, hold when we used to play there, but it was I I forget that I don't really remember the dimensions, but we had to only keep uh it was not big enough for us to have our amps and ourselves on the stage. We basically used the stage to hold our amps and the drummer. And we just uh I think we were at that point where we were doing the wireless guitars and everything. So we just put That's everybody smart. else on the floor and we just sure. had everything else on the back line of the stage. Yeah. So it was insane the fact that it was like that typical uh like music meme that goes around like oh yeah uh this is your stage it's a fully fledged out you know house system with everything and it's just literally like a ply board like three by four (laughs) stage thing with (laughs) so it's like yeah we have a whole back line and everything and you're just literally looking at like a thing like a a square ply board (laughs) you know michael and prince like you said michael was a child star because real mad, real mad Joe Jackson, his dad. <laughs> yeah. Michael, go get a switch. Um, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Jermaine. Dude, I hate well, that. Laugh- <laughs> I- <laughs> Michael. Marlon. Michael. Marlon. Go get a beaten. You hear me? <laughs> I hate to laugh about it because like those I'm basically sitting next to a guy who's been next to like a legend, a, a god in the yeah. music industry. Like I sure this is awesome. It's a really cool feeling because you fanboy fast without 100%. even without without even realizing it. You're like, all right, stay cool. Like act like it's nothing, mm-hmm. but also show appreciation. And it's just like, oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that they named the show SmackDown after The Rock? Like, right. So good. I mean, what more to show that they believe in you to name a show after you? (laughs) How much more clout do you have to have? You don't. Roman's like, I'm the head of the table. I'm like, and he's like, uh, they named a show a show after, after me. When you're talking about hydration, hydration is not only for people training for championships and marathons. We're talking about daily maintenance people. Jim, did you know that 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated? I believe it, Anth. I mean, honestly, in my line of work, uh, dealing with teaching uh, children and also dancing with uh, adults my age, younger and older, I, I, can, I can almost tell based off of how well people not just perform athletically, but how we carry ourselves and how we communicate back and forth, our facial gestures and our, and just our energy alone. I can tell when somebody's sluggish and they're sleep deprived versus they're just sluggish because they're a dried up sponge because they are dehydrated, right? Absolutely. And for people like me who are working the nine to five and, you know, for me gigging at night, 
proper hydration is definitely crucial to maintain function throughout the day and keeping yourself energized. And that's why proper functional hydration is essential. And who's going to give it to you? Liquid IV, because Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. Uh, I like to use it first thing in the morning. Uh, I've been doing a lot of workouts here and there. So I pop it in my uh, water bottle first thing in the morning. Gives me a little boost of energy of what I need. And, you know, sometimes during the day when I'm doing that like two o'clock, you know, rundown, I'll pop a little one, if not in the morning. Uh, you know, it gives me a little bit of that energy that I need. With just one stick, you can hydrate real life two times faster than water alone, plus get essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes as the leading sports drink. And not only that, Liquid IV comes in 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Yeah, Anth, I mean, for me personally, like my day-to-day, I'll wake up and pop a Liquid IV just to get my day started and start off with proper hydration. And then I... And like required to be physically active between the hours of like 2 or 3 p.m. until 9, 10, 11, sometimes midnight if I'm doing a backup gig. So I'll do another one maybe around noon, 1 p.m. And that'll keep me going throughout the day. And I just feel so much better. I don't even drink coffee on the regular like that because I don't need to pick me up unless if I'm like really just not sleeping much. And then I'm like, all right. Get me that. I don't like to rely on caffeine unless I absolutely feel like I need it. Liquid IV does the trick for me. I don't know about you. Again, one stick with liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. And it's made with quality ingredients, non-GMO and free of gluten, dairy and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. They partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Yeah, man. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code one set pod. That's one set pod and at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code one set pod at liquidiv.com. It's it's a lot of fun when we have the opportunity to run to like run across the song, like let's say uh, Neon by John Mayer, right? Because it starts out with the like for me, very complex song, but yeah, <laughs> very, com- very complex. But I would generally like, I would never um, like choreograph something that's like. Where it's like the movement is so fluent compared to the music is very staccato. Like, I would be like, right, because gotcha. because hit like the the way his lyrics flow when he when he goes, um, when sky blue gets dark enough to see the colors of the city lights, uh-huh. like that's when I would say. 
when sky blue gets dark enough. Like I would pick those melt moments right then and there because you have the contrast of the intricacies of like the guitar licks behind it. It's like pick and choose what makes sense. Right. Yeah. Because see, this is where I'm, this is where I wanted to get like, where, where are you thinking? Like, this is, this is, where i'm like getting it like what like when you're seeing that like what do you think in your head like of how to interpret that how do you how do you turn that into dance and and you're just explaining that right now so go on please absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. we're only an hour and a half in it's okay only an hour and a half in when we got to it <laughs> but well, no like it was cool like how you said the fact that like you're seeing like we're and we're taking this song but uh like neon how it's very integrated with the uh, guitar lick but then when you hear the lyrics you know they're a different type of beat to what the thing so then how you're saying you're interpreting that it's like cool like you'll instead of having like you know every beat you're doing a movement when the lyrics come in that's when you're changing up to like the halftime movements well it's it's when the longevity in letting your arms breathe letting your body breathe because yeah if, if, if his vocals offer that longevity it doesn't make it doesn't make total sense to be like let's chop up the movement and make it staccato here and let's let the movement breathe when the instrumentation is just like very like specific right yeah so so that's kind of how my mind works now like i said it's not right or wrong because some people will say hey do the opposite thing and then watch what happens try it um Yeah. yeah 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 so for me the alternative that I would maybe consider is maybe do like a um, take the now we're going on the uh, I mean, every version of neon is acoustic, right? I just know that there's a few separate. Yeah, there, there's there's only an acoustic version. He, he's never done a full band version of neon from what I know of. So, OK, let's do this. This is fine. And 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 it's easy and you'll make sense of it. Cause it's very like a, a an elongated strum, boom, and then it goes the boom boom, and then the same thing, boom, the goom boom, and then mm-hmm. go 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 and then da da doom da da doom and then the same thing, right? So uh-huh. it's not like boom 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 da 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 it's it doesn't have to be choppy the whole time. Yeah. But if if you can make that first strum elongated like boom and then gong gong and then again ooh and then ah ooh, ooh. like exaggerating certain beats of those certain things so well, the, and then the, i guess that's like the dynamic of it i guess like you're insectuating insectuating insinuating like <laughs> yeah I, yeah, you were accentuating certain dynamics of like certain beats of those to like get that like full. Well, you it's, know, phrase that I, it's the longevity of how long the strum lasts is yeah. how we try to match how long the movement lasts. Because mm-hmm. like I said, our bodies visually are supposed to be the extra instrument to the music. Yes. Right. Like that's our that's our goal. Um, so if the strum is going and it's lasts that long you're not going to go and then right. be frozen. <laughs> you're going to want it to breathe boom and then 
And then boom, sky blue gets dark enough. And then you can breathe through the lyrics after that. Yeah. And then that whole dynamic can change. And everything that I've preached for a long time, I think I've said it on here. I think. And if I haven't, uh, first time, what do you do on a roller coaster? You're excited. What do you do on a train? You fall asleep because it's the same thing all the time. So it's important. Like I always preach dynamics to my students because it's like, hey, if you come in. I had a mentor of mine tell me like 15 years ago, hey, if you are. That for two minutes, people are going to get bored in 30 seconds and walk away. It's attention span, which we've talked about. If you're. Ooh, look what I can do. Yeah. And you're just moving around like this for two minutes, 30 seconds, people are gone. You have to be able to do both interchangeably, which when I watch you play, I see where you thrive. It's in the songs that you've played for a while and you know, hey, I need to like attack this section a little bit more. I need to like be really cool in this section a little bit more. And those songs i'm like yeah he really gets it here and yeah as you continue to do these gigs um you're gonna find those dynamics and it's gonna make you feel like you're interchanging in your performance Have you ever wanted to start your podcast but didn't know where to start? The One Set Bros are here to talk to you about Zencaster. Zencaster is the ultimate base podcasting solution and now the all-in-one podcasting platform making podcasting easy. They've sure made it easy for us to be able to record our podcast and our episodes every week for you guys. Once you've set up your account, you're simply one click away from recording a high-quality podcast with studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. My personal favorite feature is their multi-layer backups, which ensure our recordings are always in the highest quality, even during unstable web connections. And if you thought you needed multiple tools and services for your podcast, Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform allows you to create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code OneSetPod and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience as we do with all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
What did you say? <laughs> Steve Harvey's like, I never seen that. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like I said, woke up Sunday morning and she was like, I want to do da, 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 da. I was like, okay, cool. Okay. So you have your agenda for the day, right? Uh, you've lived it, right? Um, but see what the thing is, since you're, since Cheyenne and Jen have seen us at like our blow up thing, you can use that as a tool now to be like, see what happened to them. Keep messing up. <laughs> <laughs> This has been one set. <laughs> oh God, this is you're gonna you're gonna love and hate this at the same time. <laughs> I said, don't let the door hit you. And so I was like, oh wait, there isn't a door. Just Whoopsie. leave. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah, because it was all that needed was a mic drop. <laughs> It, it, it was like one of those roll-up tents, and I I just kept like doing the sweep, 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 brush, get out of here, whoopsie, leave, bye. Like what was it? The Apollo, the uh, the same men from the Apollos, like sweeping people off the <laughs> off the stage, like. Get the <laughs> Barely anyone was in their seats, and he was like, you should let me flip you once before we do the show. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You should do it once, because in case I bomb. <laughs> right. Which, I, I mean, he he launched me, and he's, he's strong. Like, it, it wasn't a matter of yeah. I was nervous about his upper body strength or his strength overall. I was just nervous because I haven't been in the air upside down uh, since Talladega Nights came out. And I was like, oh, I'm upside down in the air. This <laughs> is not good. <laughs> so <laughs> help me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I Yeah, so I was I was pretty nervous. I, I was fine in the practice, except for I landed Dead I, on I my, agree with it though because you don't want to go into it like raw in the moment because then that's what like if you don't have like a time to practice it to kind of just get the the bearing of it because like you said you hadn't you know done that move in a while so you kind of want to get the the muscle memory to kind of do it so then when you do it in in the real thing you're like okay i've already done this i landed it cool so you get that like first little jitter out you know yeah so i i was confident because i went in the air and i was fine i didn't like die or anything but i landed really <laughs> hard on the back side of my heel to the point where like i had trouble bearing weight on my heel and walking and i'm like i i, I have to dance oh alarm again mm. snooze um okay snooze so, <laughs> so i was backstage anxious about this thing which granted um happened within like like it was slated or choreographed to be within the first 15 seconds of like running out on stage so 
at least after it, I was like, everything else is fine. Like I've done all of this choreography before uh, and I'll be all right. Right. So I'm, I'm standing back in the wing trying to amp myself up like, oh, here we go. And I get, hey, hey, mm-hmm. hey. right? Because uh, <laughs> the, the, the guy that was in charge of the sound and lights, instead of him being like in the back of the house and looking at the stage dead on, yeah. was it in the wing. So they were like, wow, you're in his way and you have to move. And I'm like, this is where I'm so, this is where I'm supposed to be. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but whatever. And like, we were scheduled to go on. Come on, Jack. At, come on. Come on. Biscuit. it. <laughs> um, Biscuit. Biscuit. it. Yeah. We were scheduled to go on <laughs> at some certain time. And it was easily 10, 15 minutes after. I'm like. Come on, I'm back here anxious. I want to get on stage. So I think I was just in my head yeah. about the thing. Right. So the music starts for the intro, and me and my buddy that are doing the backup dance, and we run out and we do the first three, four seconds. One, two, three, and a four, and five, six, seven, and eight, and one, two, three, four. And then I turn the other way. I turn back and look at him, and I'm like, all right, this is happening, whatever. And <laughs> I, I place my foot in his hands and I jump, I go airborne and I hear the audience go, oh, because I didn't get the height that I needed. So I had to put my hands down right, to recover, which fortunately, right. I, like when I was telling you, at least I didn't like, because I, I, I told you I bombed, <laughs> I texted you. I was like, "Yeah, man, I bombed on the stage," and you were, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you were like, "What?" <laughs> um, because it, it's it, rare that I hear you say that. Because I, not that I thought you were joking, but I thought you, uh, when you were saying that, oh, it was just the bomb. I thought it was just like the whole set in general. But uh, so like, when did you get the flip, or did you only get half, and that's what you were you were using your hands to catch your fall or something? So on on the road. On the rotation, I made it like 90% of the way around and realized I was so close to the four that I had to put my hands down to save myself. Um, okay, and I see so your hands hit the floor before your feet did. Yeah, yeah. Not like... In a way. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they definitely did. And it's it's funny, be- not funny, but... Dude, I've been getting this annoying itching feeling under my armpits from the deodorants I've been trying and using, and I can't seem to find something that works for me. Have you ever tried maybe like a natural deodorant? Natural deodorant? Uh, no. Are you insane? No, but I am wild. Oh, <laughs> Wild is the UK's number one natural deodorant company that focuses on performance, sustainability, and style. Their mission is to clean up the bathrooms by leaving it free of ugly, single-use plastic bottles and unnecessary chemicals. You know why Wild is great? Because it actually works and it's eco-friendly and contains over 98.5% natural ingredients. 
they have a fully sustainable design with aluminum cases that last for a lifetime, plus biodegradable, recyclable refills. And you know what's cool? They can actually imprint your name on these aluminum cases for a small additional fee. Wild is super convenient with flexible subscription options or paying as one-off purchases. And you can customize your order by choosing your case, color, and various scent combinations. I know I have the Ocean Mist, the Fresh Cotton and Sea Salt, and the Orange and Neroli flavors, and they all smell super great. And what's best about them is they don't just wear off immediately, and then all of a sudden, you smell like B.O. Yeah, I've been rocking the Sandalwood and Pacholi scent right now, and again, great scent, last like throughout the day that you know you're pretty much protected throughout the day and i also was able to try the mint and aloe vera big aloe vera fan right on point long lasting and you can look forward to uh these cases and scents in a limited edition every month Go wild today with a special discount of 25% off your first order when you get the code one set pod at checkout. Go to wearewild.com and use the code one set pod at checkout and enjoy. Guess not. Can I use the chip? Can I use the swipe? Or are you going to tell me my car just doesn't work anymore? Like, <laughs> which is it? Right. right. Like, well, so try, try the chip again. It, it, it's saying deactivated. Can, can you try the swipe? Oh, well, now it's not working. It's saying deactivated. Well, I just got it yesterday. Well, I don't know. Maybe just try to wipe it off. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. You got anything else? No, Whoopsie. I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was like, hey, have you ever seen the show You? Have Do you know who I'm talking about? I think it rings a bell. I think okay. I've heard of it. His name is Penn Badgley. Google him. Do you see him? Yes. Okay. So my buddy was like, you kind of look like that guy. And I, I can was see like, it. I can see where it's coming from. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, but that's not, uh, you, you know, you, you know, all white people look alike, right? And I was like, wait, y'all say that about me? <laughs> 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 this white guy with brown hair that's, you know, curly a little bit, and I look like all of these guys. It's fine. <laughs> uh, you look like all shades of white. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> I'd have to go get ro- I'd have to go get roasted. To look- uh, but yeah, the 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 concept of it was not necessarily alternative endings, but like if it was rewritten, how that movie could have ended. <laughs> I thought it'd be a fun little. Th- way to start I just had so many ideas in my mind right now i was just like uh we we might i mean it's it's 10 37 p.m on monday night april 24th uh and there are plenty of movies that i haven't seen um man could you imagine if baby's mom never got shot (laughs) little mermaid i would say um, tie it into the Titanic and then I'll Ooh. never let go Jack. I'll, I'll never let go. I would just have um, Ariel save Leonardo DiCaprio and then just drown Kate Winslet and be like, <laughs> you don't deserve this. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> she never liked you anyway. <laughs> oh, iceberg right ahead. Uh, 
Leo, you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, iceberg right ahead. Oh, it's a metaphor for your career. Whoopsie. We have attended multiple shows prior to that and have seen some things that we go, I I think I'd rather go eat the worst food in my life and... Yeah. (laughs) Wow, I got to timestamp that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd probably rather have a a wasabi smoothie than listen to your voice for about five minutes, okay? Wasabi smoothie? (laughs) Clip it. (laughs) Wow. Eagles swapped out their number 10 for the number nine draft pick, Jalen Carter. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, their draft was... There's people mad about how good the Eagles did this draft. It's not even fair, right? Yeah. And and that's why I'm like... Wow, you're so you're so <laughs> NACL, so table salty right now. <laughs> the Sixers just needs to watch the NFL draft for the for what the the Eagles did, and just need the blueprint that Whoopsie. to do that in the NBA draft because you know the Eagles yeah. just came into that draft like a boss just said, "Hey, we're taking over this shit." Ugh. Like, <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> say some, say some, say some. We're taking over. What? Say some, say some. Huh? Say some. Yeah, with 10 pick, I think we're going to be ninth. Say some. And Jordan took a very bad Bulls team and made them a franchise. So, you know. Yeah, so um, in the same parallel, let's talk about Nick Cannon as a father, right? Um, yeah, that's a franchise right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but i bring that up because he's like oh i was successful here yeah (laughs) oh he put himself in all right (laughs) (laughs) so we were saying i think once they hit that 20 point lead everybody sat the hell down and, yeah. and everybody's yeah, like yeah did. we're done like <laughs> they, they panned over <laughs> the camera panned to the one guy <laughs> in the front row he was sitting there like he was sitting there like <laughs> this can't be happening <laughs> and and based off, off my camera angle, it didn't do it just. They were they were a trash team back when I when I was a kid. They were they were like mm-hmm. you know they, they were like huh eight seed okay see you later bye <laughs> see you next year <laughs> yes. So, so when f- I saw that they were like number one this year when they were like uh, ranked number one in their conference, yep. I was like holy whoopsie <laughs> the Denver Nuggets are number one in the Western Conference. Who's this team? So right. you know. And they they swept the Lakers, which I was <laughs> I love his commercial with the young Charles. It, it is so, so funny. How many championships I'm going to have? Don't don't worry. Don't don't tell me. I'll, I'll wait. He's like, you're going to be waiting. Are you going <laughs> to be waiting? He never won anything. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking funny. 
guy. And he's so anticipated. Don't worry. I'm gonna, uh, how many are you going to get? Don't worry. I'll, I'll find out. Like it's You're going to be waiting. Yeah. So usually music is something that I am on the forefront about always talking about because I can talk about it for hours. Just like you. I mean, you can talk talk about dance for hours but if it's something you know some something outside of that realm or something that you're not interested in you're like like say cool all right yeah (laughs) doing the like laugh to kind of keep the conversation going but you're like all right you can leave (laughs) or or or, or the ever or the the ever infamous wow and that's what i've always tried to explain that i love about the form of uh dance and how you break it down is because with music it's the uh the listener sharing uh the emotion but you guys the dancers bring out the physical the visual and physical emotion from a music piece well you know? and this is so that is so exhilarating watching this piece is like there are yeah. so many moments early on where it's like just subtle and um I am such a fan of like isolated movement where it's just like like where it's like syncopated with the music, but it's come on. Like how many moments get, when you watch that you would just like, oh my god, like it's so yeah, perfect. The, the music is matching the dancer, the dancer is matching the music. Perfect. Yep. You yeah. know, just everything's on point. Like you said, they're like you can't just be moving around to the music without feeling the groove. You just can't be playing an instrument and expecting people to get it. You gotta like feel the groove of what you're playing too. Well, there has to be rhyme and reason to what you're doing. Yeah, and, and that's there's why a lot when- of people that play. There's a lot of people to play guitar, and I'm not saying I'm the best out there, but there's difference between you know, playing a couple chords, but then playing a couple chords with feeling and emotion, you know? So, and that takes a little bit of time too, but you know, again, the same topic, what we've been talking about. I plead the fifth. <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> we auditioned like the crew, we auditioned and they were like, all right, what's your story? Like they did the same thing. They're like, how do we market you? How do we sell you to the public? How do we get the ratings off of you because you have a sob story? And we were just like, nah, we just like the dance. And and that's why they were like, hey, cut. Okay, cut. You're the only thing that I like about me. Already have it, man. Go, go. Just keep driving. This true. Here I am, still tangled up in you. I'm still tangled up in you. So that's like a little bit of the whole mask of it and dude like the ending part of it is just like vibes vibes dude dude that was um really great it's been a while since i played jimmy here it's been a while oh doesn't feel very summerish 
these days right now. I mean, we're we're getting like the humidity, but the actual like summer, summer, summer nights, summer nights, yeah, kick it. Uh, they're not very summerish right now. We're not getting a lot of sun, but July is probably gonna you know kick us in and just say like, yeah, here I am. Well, it's literally. Uh, you know they say april showers bring may flowers like mm-hmm. it was literally not raining in april at all whatsoever and then may it was just kind of like oh little <laughs> april was just like hmm <laughs> <laughs> yeah sup how you doing sup how you doing yeah i'm a little late <laughs> yeah uh that's what she said yeah. um, but no i'm stoked for uh gunther and mcintyre now with hit I know we've talked about Gunther's name and we're like, eh, I don't know if we like it. I'm convinced now that I think the name change worked out in his favor because nobody fears the name Walter. If you have like Gunther, that is more of a badass name to, to me than like, oh, you better watch out. Walter's coming for okay, you. Okay. So to, <laughs> to just piggyback off that yeah. easily, um, Pete Dunn. Dude is that's a different that's a different name. I mean, I I think they changed his name to Butch. Yeah, within that aspect, they need to change that (laughs) back. (laughs) No, that that's trash. Definitely trash. Come on, WWE. Well, I'm pretty okay that I wasn't held back. Like I feel fine where I am, like mentally, intellectually, kind of thing. Not that I was like a scholar and a gentleman at 17, but um. And well, anyway, well, here's something crazy for you. My kindergarten teacher told my mom, I'll be surprised if he graduates. And and she told that to my mom. And, you know, when I actually graduated from high school, she went back to that kindergarten teacher and she was like, yes. Yeah, so what? <laughs> you were the one that said he may not. I wish you took your diploma and you were just like, boop. <laughs> Just bopped them on the forehead, <laughs> right on the nose. <laughs> literally, literally. I'm a teacher. I have off in the summer. You know, I have I have a little more flexible schedule in the summer. Right. I'm gonna write five to ten pages every night, and I'm not gonna go to bed until I do five to 10 pages of uh, something like that. Now, you know, I missed some nights here and there, but the bottom line was that by the end of that summer, like I had a rough draft, the first draft of a feature script. And the whole idea was like, I, a lot of writers edit as they go along. Like they're, 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 we're our own worst critics as creative people. Right. And so I had to, oh, yeah. no matter how bad, it was, and no matter how bad I felt, like the stories, uh, how how bad the characters' uh, dialogue was, or how bad I felt the scene was, I just had to get it out. Like you had to, you, you have to out the first draft. You just have to do that. Um, yeah, and that <laughs> made all the difference, you know. And and now I'm on draft six of it. So you know, the editing of it. I mean, a lot of things have changed and improved, but you know, I. It, the first draft is always the hardest part. So um, then over the last two years, I've kind of been prepping for it. And I would say like, I be really began pre-production like in December of this year. So that's when I started like putting out casting calls. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the spring, I met with um, a very good friend of mine named Leah Savoli, who's a actor, producer, um, and she also does crowdfunding. And so uh, she I had this whole plan of, you know, here's how we're going to raise money for Delco the movie through a crowdfunding site. And it has worked, <laughs> you know, it's. But because I have these goals now in mind, I'm like, I need to do the work things that are going to help me get to those places. And then the treats can be Jimmy's on top <laughs> uh, that can be sprinkled <laughs> in here and there. Um, <laughs> but that, yeah, but that's where my brain's at right now. So I'm pretty excited. Um, get them Jimmy's, Jimmy. Get them, Jimmy! Oh, Jimmy! <laughs> oh, Jimmy! <laughs> Stanley's dribble! <laughs> no! <laughs> Three! <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Yikes. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with me today? Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> the water. <laughs> Foul. Yep, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a cool thing to see because you you hear the stories about that but when you get to meet those people and it's like wow tell me about like your life with your craft in this decade of your life in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s and your 50s and your like and to be able to like watch them sit there and pan through their memory about their experiences like that it's you just sit there in awe. I mean, it's it's literally like Ed Sheeran watching Andrea Bocelli, right? Which yeah. we've talked we've talked about before. It's it's just like in awe yes. about just how legendary. I think he w- he has been my biggest inspiration as like a WWE superstar, in ring competitor, wrestler, artist mm-hmm. um, in my adult life. Seriously, because um, I could tell his imagination was just going in so many directions. And I was just like, yeah, I want to be on that level. And and like he in the ring, he's not Kurt Angle, but he was no far from bad. Right. He and, definitely and, was and, not a bad wrestler. Yeah. You know, all he really had to do was just slow down. Or stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Biff it. Why would you just run in a straight line, though? <sighs> just cut right or left? <laughs> like, seriously? Juke <laughs> <laughs> him out or something, come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to punch his lights out. Let's go. (laughs) 
Jeez. And she's like, no, feed them to the wolves. Like, uh. Oh, you want some of this too? <laughs> <laughs> what do I do that makes me walk into a space and say, I'm better than everybody else here? It's such a hard cockiness level thing to say. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, if you're on that level of you do the daily tasks that make you better at the passion that you do, then your shortcomings are literally by happenstance. I learned one really, really important thing uh, the one semester I went to community college. It's called the three L's, lifelong learning. Hmm. And it's basically preaching you don't stop learning after high school. You don't stop learning after college. You're learning forever. And like they always try to tell you that, like, you know, it's good to to be scared to, you know, take that next risk, because if you're not doing that, then you're not really trying to move and, you know, hit those plateaus. But if you just stay comfortable and stay consistent at something, you're like, OK, I mean, I'm doing but it, you're you're gonna be fine but you're never going to continue to learn so you always want to try to be learning your craft you always want to try to be you know learning something from somebody or just looking up certain things i wasn't the biggest furby fan i was more on the tamagotchi side with the you know the animatronic uh or digital pets and everything so that that was a big thing your pants were like advanced yeah, so they're like, well, we can't afford a Furby, but here's this little pe- uh, fake-ass pet for you. you know? <laughs> so I didn't get a Tamagotchi. Uh, I got a Gigapet. So if- That's what I had, Gigapet. Oh, you got a Gigapet, too? I was, I was thinking, it wasn't a Tamagotchi. It was, it was a Gigapet, I think. So this is going to call out how much of a not-man I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my Gigapet wound up with angel wings one day, and I cried. I, I was scared of what it was. I was like, is this <laughs> Satan or is it dead? I didn't know. And I was just perplexed, like, what is happening here? And then, I'm a total failure. <laughs> I was like, did I just? I hit feed when it said hungry. Yeah. I hit the button. But, like, but I got wings. <laughs> but they were also like, hey, this is what life is. Where's Red Bull when you need it? <laughs> <laughs> Gives you wings? Yeah. <laughs> Zing. Zing higher. Um, wow, this is fun. Okay. Um, yeah, so Gigapet was my thing. Uh, I knew, like, friends. Like, okay, this is this is the equivalent to you showing. Uh, okay, and, and, I mean, we're in our mid-30s. We're talking to whoever our target, our, tar, our target audience is. <laughs> So maybe I'll speak to my eldest sister here who has nieces and she's in her early forties and they're in, or they're going into fifth and seventh grade. Mm. Um, when they're sending their kids to school with a not iPhone and the kids around them are like, Oh, you don't have an iPhone. Poo poo. You're not right. even cool. Like, Oh, you're not. I was like, Oh yeah, I got a giga pet. And they're like, what's that? It's yeah. not a Tamagotchi. Right. Not cool. Not cool. Yeah. Legitimately. I was like, yeah, well, I danced so I'm already not cool. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just add to it. I mean, yeah. But I feel like when you were a kid, if you had like the Tamagotchi, that pretty much showed how responsible you were as a kid. Like, if you can keep a digital pet alive, 
you were pretty set in your ways. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, until you get into, you know, drug drug addiction and alcoholism, yeah, like, and then you have you know, kids, and you're like, wait, what happened to you? Like, I well, my, Tamag- my Tamagotchi. <laughs> Why are my kids freaking up in school? Yeah. yeah, well, I had a Tamagotchi. He kind of passed away, so I mean, I'm just gonna start <laughs> sipping this wine here. <laughs> And it's all, it all went downhill from there, man. I went on a six-month bender. <laughs> I think we've talked about the Joker with Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson, and comparing with Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, I, I think uh, Heath just brought it to another level with the psychotic portion where Jack Nicholson brought the comedic side. And then I think Joaquin kind of had a little bit of both in there. Like he had some comedic, he had some dark side, but then he brought the mental health part in i showed it to my parents and they were like it was too dark for me but they were just also preconditioned into the previous jokers of jack nicholson and, and heath ledger where they were but that was a, a late late 90s one but yeah that was cool because then you got a lot of the people from all that and everything that appeared on the show and a lot of celebrities it was more like what was his name old celebrities and everything danny tamborelli I yeah, think his name was. So, yeah. He had a name that just rolled off the tongue, and I was like, "That is so genius." I wonder uh-huh. what he's doing right now. I wonder. I'm I not going to look it up. We'll, we'll, we'll look it up another time. Or if, if you're you know, watching, if you're watching, and we know that you are, let us <laughs> <laughs> let us know in the comments. What's up, man? <laughs> Number nine. Some Disney classics were born. Okay, mm-hmm. that is my childhood. My favorite Disney movie ever is The Lion King, and yep. um. Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin are really close seconds. Toy Story is like, it's third, but I don't want to call it third because I love Toy Story so much. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. I mean, if if not a little, you know, off on numbers, but I'm right there with all those. I mean, I, I was big on Aladdin, big on Lion King, Toy Story. I mean, even now, I mean, Little Tone is a big Toy Story fan, big Lion King fan. But yeah, I mean, just being able to see a lot of those old Disney movies with him and, uh, you know, kind of replaying them. They're like, it's honestly because neither of us really want to like sit and watch a two hour movie anymore. It's just the way that we're conditioned now. Mm -hmm. I think we've talked about that here before too, where it's like, yeah, I mean, game of Thrones, Sopranos, where they're hour long episodes versus, uh, like, Modern families, they're yeah. 22 minute episodes. It's like The Office 20, 30 minute episodes. You can go through a whole season in one day. Yeah. You know, yeah. so with, you know, Sopranos, you can get through a, se- a whole season in one day, but it's going to take you from like the morning till the night to do that. Yeah. It, so it's a, it's, that's a 12 or 13 hour yeah. investment. Could have easily made it maybe, they could have cut it down to maybe 15 episodes instead of 20. And and they could have condensed those four to six or seven episodes into two or three. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. Sure. I think, I mean. Because really. you weren't getting much out of it. You know, you, you were just getting, you know, Tony's in the hospital. Then you get, you know, conflicts with Carmela and AJ. And then, you know, because AJ wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. He's just doing whatever he wanted, blah, blah, blah. And then you get this thing and then and then business. And then, you know, it's like, okay, nothing's like happening. But, you know, something's about to begin. But you're like, come on. I I think first we should before we get into that, we we first should talk about like how surprised are you? Or did you think it was definitely happening? Because, like, I was very, like, I don't think he's going to leave WWE. But at the same time, I was, like, you know, the 
the guy didn't wrestle for almost 10 years or eight years, whatever it was, because Mm -hmm. he was forced to retire. And by the time he was brought back in, there were so many people that he did want to work with that he didn't get to work with, but they're over at the other company. And I think that to me, like Christian being over there, it was like, well, when's Christian's contract up? And then once I heard, oh, yeah, no, Edge's contract is coming up. I was like, yeah. I'm good with it. I'm I'm actually at the point where it, it's it's the city of brotherly love, right? For as much as people want to like dog on that and for a reason. Mm-hmm. Being a sports fan in this town, it's tough. You know, we're just waiting for that moment. We're waiting for another. You know, we just had a Super Bowl. Before that, we had you know the World Series. You know, in in 08. So we're waiting for another championship. We want another champion. We know it's coming. Like I said, that wasn't supposed to be dinner. And <laughs> I found out my dad was like, I'm, I'm making <laughs> the whip. I was like, right. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> yeah. Come on, daddy. <laughs> Come on, daddy. Over here. Shine was making a dip. And I was contemplating doing the tacos because I knew ribs were coming. And I was like, I, I, I like I can't mm-hmm. do all of that while I'm watching the game. Like, I don't want to go into food coma and then just fall asleep at. And I was like, okay, who do the Chiefs play? Because we played the Chiefs on our week coming back from the bye week. I was like, yeah. oh, the Chiefs have a bye also. And yeah. then I was like, and the Chiefs, it, us, and the Lions, I believe. And? Detroit, yeah, Detroit Lions, I believe. So all three of us had bye weeks this week. And the Dolphins do too. And that's who, like, I have Tua on fantasy. Right. You didn't watch. (laughs) Hello, darkness, my (laughs) old friend. I'm going to talk with you again. (laughs) Dude, I'll I'll just try to, like, subliminally end it because i'm like i don't feel like arguing over a text or well, arguing within oh like on a text because i'm like there's n- no substance to it it's not accomplishing a productive end game right it's not like no the agreement isn't happening while we're just trying to be like let me pick my words or oh you're attacking me i'm just gonna speak my mind here we go and then you send it and you're like oh god i'm reading it back and (laughs) that was brutal right no you're way way better off talking when i think about the dynamic and i'm like there's no chance that there hasn't been an argument that hasn't gotten heated even once right a lot of couples usually have those nothing fights like that it may not be like big escalating fights but every couple has like so many minor nothing fights where it's there's nothing necessarily you're fighting about you're just fighting the fight and like nobody's breaking up nobody's getting divorced but it's like you just said something at the wrong time to the person and then they're just like okay that's it we're we should look that up during the episode or whenever how what's the percentage of podcasts that make it to 100 episodes i would want to know that statistic because i mean for us going every week 
for a hundred weeks. How many podcasts can say that? It's one. That's one thing too. Getting to one hundred, but doing it consecutively for a hundred weeks. Yeah, and I mean, we like to be fair. Obviously, did some weeks where we recorded twice where we knew we couldn't do the following week, but we never missed a week where we're like, oh no, sorry everybody. We don't have new available content for you. Oh, you shouldn't have to go full-blown Britney Spears on it? No. <laughs> Save Britney Spears. Save Britney. <laughs> Leave Britney alone. Leave her alone. <laughs> she just won a lawsuit with her dad. Um, yeah, she's I. She's but, oh, yeah, she's fine. Oh, yeah. she, Shouts out to Britney. Yeah. We know you're listening. <laughs> hey, Britney. Hit us up one more time. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> yeah she ain't calling nah. on to the show and it then you know cool that's why we do we thought that might happen yeah so we're not trying to rip the paint off of anthony's wall here but just in case you were wondering uh if you didn't read that's a clip <laughs> it's episode 100 over here um Tapes on the wall. Check that out, everyone. All right, now let me start a Behind timer. The sceners. <laughs> the sceners. <laughs> now we're just gonna do a thing for the whole episode. How long does it take for one of these to fall off the wall? Right. <laughs> Dude, we should starting all, now. If we were really into it, we should drink every time these Whoopsie. things go down. That, we would be done after this episode. <laughs> From being uh watchers or listeners of podcasts we've grown to have a love for doing podcasting at this point too i i guess with what i feel a hundred episodes means to me is the fact that with this guy standing next to me you know uh i've learned that much more about my best friend in these 100 episodes than i have more in probably in about 20 25 years of our friendship and I can't wait to continue to learn more little nuances that we probably never really shared. And, uh, you know, just from the things that we revealed for you guys in this episode, I'm stoked to learn more. And I know for me, this is a very um, um, struggle bus thing for me because like talking and sharing my life with everyone. Um, it's not like something that I'm really good at. Um, I grew up as a dancer where I was just like, Hey, someone teaching me movement and I lived through it. And it was like a way for me to communicate and embody my personality without, because not everything has to go in depth to another place. It's like real life, right? We have days that are crucial important and build us to a milestone an accomplishment something that we drive towards and then there's days where it's like it was a day i think that's realistic you know disagree with me if you want you could say every day matters i'm not saying every day doesn't matter it's just finding balance prioritize what you want to change because too much change all at once is likely not a good idea, right? And that can apply to anything. For the most part, you got to make 
a few concrete changes in one time and then move on to the next thing and try to change, like adjust, modify, make it make sense while maintaining this adjustment that you made first with you have to get over yourself so that you can cater fully to the performers performing your concept, your ideas, your movement that you set on them. You as a creator have to be somewhat invested in or inspired from an experience that you ran into that channels a certain direction. And that's that's the hard part of our job. 